In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. Back in London. Few technical issues this week. I apologise for the podcast. But as I said, we're going to keep going daily. Apologies for the bit of the back log we've got at the moment, but we're going to fix it out. Anyway, breaking news. You probably know OBJ is in London. But we're going to park that for one minute because I'm here with a very special guest. I'm here with Jacob Barnold. Jacob, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. So, Jacob, I've come into this a little bit blind. Do you want to tell us a little bit of what you're up to in your uh, world record attempt? Yeah, absolutely. So, this season, I'm going to be attempting to watch a game at every US NFL stadium. And I'm going to be trying to do that in 84 days, which would be a new Guinness World Record. Because the current record is 86 days. Wow. Um, Any idea where you get the extra two days, where you make the savings? Uh, I would imagine likely due to scheduling. So when I first was looking at planning, I wanted to do it in 74 days, which would essentially be every Thursday, Sunday, Monday um, consecutively for for so many weeks. However, the issue is that when this when the schedule is being made, there's sometimes repeating like Monday night and Thursday night games. So for example, the Jets are playing week two Monday night against the Browns, funnily enough. But then they play again on Monday night in like week seven or something. So that's a day where I can't go any quicker because there's no other games I can go to on that day. Got so you. the more that are repeated, the slower it will take you. Got you. Okay. So, so yeah, um, no, yeah. no, no, I get you. Okay, cool. So yeah, the, yeah, the, the Jets play back to back. That's a game you can't go to. And if it's on a Thursday yeah, night, exactly. Game, you lose your yeah. prime time game yeah i got you okay yeah yeah absolutely yeah so on a sunday obviously i can go to any game um but the thursdays and mondays you're you're locked into whatever game is on that day because it's the only only game on so you you want kind of as many unique home teams on thursdays and mondays and i also got slowed down a little bit by the mexico game as well okay are you gonna do the london as well I'm not going to do the London. No, I'm not coming back for them. That would slow me down too much, unfortunately, which would then put me over the record. But I've done them before in the past. And next year, hopefully, we'll get to one of the Tottenham ones because I'm really looking forward to seeing how how it goes down in that stadium. Yeah, I was at Tottenham yesterday, but we're going to hold back on that. This first bit's all about you. So um, why are you doing it, mate? It's a good question. I I was... uh, over the years, there's kind of been stadiums that have been on like a like a bucket list, if you will, where I was like, yeah, I really want to go to that stadium. I really wanted to always go to Arrowhead. I've always wanted to go to, to Lambeau. And the, the list was really just getting quite long to the point where I was like, yeah, I could do, you know, maybe one a year or two a year for the next 10, 15 years. And then I thought, if well, why not just see if I could do them all in, in one season? And I started looking it up and I thought, you know, someone else would have done this before. I'm not the first person to, to go to the mall. 
and um, I found a couple of people. There's one. There was a, a group of lads who did it driving in a like a VW camper van and they drove across and that looked really cool and then I came across somebody who had done it for a world record in the quickest time it was 86 days and I saw that and I thought man if I can do that let, let, let's do it and let's just do it all in one go and and you know break something quite cool and uh you quitting your job or having a hold from your job or you work for yourself uh, I will be getting a sabbatical so mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm getting some uh, unpaid leave so that I can go off and, and do this, which has been really good of them, uh, to be fair. I, I went in and was, was going to quit my job to do it, but luckily they said that they would like me back afterwards once, once the whole trip's done. So that's worked out quite well, thankfully. Do you have tickets for all the games at the moment or are you going to manage that as you're going around? Uh, I haven't got tickets yet. No, that's kind of the last thing I'm doing. So I'm getting all the flights, all the accommodation, all that sort of stuff sorted first. And then I will be sorting uh, tickets probably last. There's a couple other things where I might be able to get tickets from some people. So I'm going to worry about that one last, really, because that's the one that I think worst comes to the worst, I'll be able to find some tickets. Whereas the flights and accommodation really needs to get planned and sorted before, you know, a lot of the places get really expensive around uh, around game week so they're the bits that really need planning and then tickets i can i, I will be sorting hopefully yeah so um, i have about a thousand uh, downloaders listen to each episode so uh, any cleveland listeners out there what cleveland game are you going to i will be doing the thursday night game against the steelers so oh, i'll got be a good in town one. that day as well so i can give you a bit of a talk oh really Oh, nice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we should definitely link up. Yeah, I've got got a good one. I'm also seeing, because uh, I'm, I'm a Niners fan, and it's Browns at Niners week five Monday night. So I've got a, I've got another good one there, I think. Yeah, I won't be watching that game, too, I'm afraid to. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, well, uh, how much is this all going to cost you, by the way? Uh, a fair bit. I'd saved up a lot of money that I was planning to buy a house with. So I'd saved a load of money for a deposit. And then I decided that I'd much rather put that money towards something like, like this instead. So um, I'm, I haven't got a, a final cost, but I was talking about it the other day to somebody and I was saying somewhere, I think in the region of, of 15K, I think. Yeah, I was going to do some quick maths. And I know this is not always possible but if you went for a hundred us dollars per night for accommodation yeah yeah because you don't care where you're staying it's you know you can do it on a shoestring and then um yeah the summer take it summer costing more summer costing less but yeah it's, it's probably just over that averaging a night for accommodation yeah and are you flying or mixture so that immediately you up nine <laughs> yeah okay and i guess for the sat for the sunday monday games you're gonna have to fly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless the, there's a few that are close enough that you can drive it, but most of them you're having to fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like Thursday to Sunday, you, you know, you got Friday, Saturday to go across it, obviously. But if it's west to east coast, you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it all depends how far they are, really. Um, some of them, uh, some of them are genuinely just cheaper to fly if it's um. Some internal flights aren't that bad, so some of them are genuinely cheaper to fly, but it's still, yeah, a lot of flights, yeah. Yeah, we, we work with the same strategy. My strategy is always get the flight booked at the lowest possible price. 
Then yeah. worry about accommodation and then worry about tickets a week or a few days before because everyone always has a spare ticket somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely um doable. And I know like for example, the Jags have been really good and they when they heard about my um attempt, they've offered me tickets and field passes, which is really good of them. Cool. So hopefully you never know if more teams hear about it, then they might they might do the same. So I need to contact the teams in general anyway, because while I'm at each game, I need somebody from the team uh, that works for the organization to sign a book, basically to verify I was there for the world record. Yeah. So I need to contact some of the teams anyway. So you never know. Some of them, you know, might do like the Jags did and, and offer me something. You never know. All right, great. So um, with your Cleveland trip, do you have like an Excel sheet or anything where you plan what you know when you're going to arrive and... Yeah, so I arrive in, so I've got a massive Excel sheet, funnily enough, of where I'm going to be and when. So Cleveland is just after I've been in Nashville, and I was going to fly up, but funnily enough, I think I'm actually going to drive up now. It's a five-hour drive, I believe. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it was a bit, yeah, I think it was a bit more when I looked, but because I'm leaving Nashville on the... Monday, I believe. There's that that's a Monday night game I'm not going to. So the Titans is on the Sunday. The, the, the next game is in Cleveland on the Thursday. So I've got plenty of time. So I was thinking hey, I might drive it up and see something on the way, maybe, you know, Louisville or Columbus and just and, and then it's extra places I've been to. So I think I'll probably arrive in Cleveland on the Tuesday. Tuesday is the thirteenth of November, I think yeah. it is. And will be there till the Friday, Tuesday the 12th until Friday the 15th. So I've got quite a few days there, really. So I'm looking for some things to do. I know, you know, you, you should know. I feel like if there's anybody who knows what, what there is to do, well, it's yourself. I have, a bit of a, I have a bit of a unique relationship with Cleveland in the aspect of I'm not – I've been there, what, five times now? and Yeah. I don't really do the touristy things. It sounds weird. I don't really like, I haven't done Hall of Fame. Um, I haven't done the Rock of Hall. I haven't done a Hall of Fame. I just like to right. get um, deep in the city. Like, so for right, example, yeah. I love going for jogs, runs in the morning. Like, so I go out to the beach of Cleveland, which is bizarre because no one in Cleveland knows there's a lovely beach in Cleveland. So they all laugh <laughs> at me when there's this English guy running on a beach and uh, yeah. 100,000 views, an English guy running on their beach that, they didn't know about. <laughs> they so, uh, go to. Yeah. yeah, so I like, um, there's uh, obviously the, the flats, which is like a, a very quiet, but it's like a load of old buildings that I really love. And then obviously um, Edgeley Park, which I, I love. And then there's obviously lots of bars, lots of nice restaurants. And uh, yeah, the, the, depending on your, um, depending on your uh, budget, there's loads of stuff. But what we could potentially do is, if you arrive in uh, a day before, maybe we go to the. Um, I've never done this. Is to Canton Hall of Fame, for example, and that yeah, that's definitely on my list while I'm there for sure. Yeah. Okay, great. So maybe maybe we can try and work something out where we meet there and then we go up to Cleveland together. I think it's about forty five minutes out. So um, yeah, maybe from Nashville, yeah, definitely. That sounds cool, man. Yeah. Maybe Nashville. You go to Columbus, then you come into Canton. We meet in Canton, and then. Uh, we uh, drive up together maybe to Cleveland. So that's one option. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go to the Hall of Fame. So it makes sense. 
Yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, so we're going to be there at the same time. So I'll try and do it. Obviously, the British Brown backers are going out as a group. So they may want to go on another day, but I'll try and hopefully get everyone to go on the same day. And that'd be quite cool. And yeah, yeah or if not, cause I'll be driving uh, afterwards. I'm driving down towards Philly on the f- afterwards. So if not, we could do like the Friday on the way out, maybe or something like that. And are you just hiring a car for like two or three weeks at times sometimes or? Uh, not yeah. I suppose, I think the longest I'm hiring a car for is like ten days. So I've got like a little bit where I do Miami, then Jacksonville, then Tampa. So that's a nice little like um stint just in Florida, and just gonna rent a car and and go around. Um, but the issue I've got in some places with hiring cars. So I'm I'll be tw- I'll be twenty five in November, back end of November. The age you pay a daily fee for being under twenty five. Um, so in some places it's it can be frustrating that's where that's why a lot of them sometimes are cheaper for me to fly because sometimes you pay a fee for going one way and dropping the car somewhere else then you add on a fee for being under 25 and it can get quite expensive some places so there's certain ones where I might um you know hop on like a coach or something just to keep it keep it down a little bit um but yeah it's it's one of those where it's a bit annoying because I'll be I'm so close to being 25, oh. but it makes sense why that, that kind of fee is in place. So the, the two restaurants that, A, I haven't been to, but I keep, okay. are on my list to go to, and yep. probably the most famous in Cleveland, are Slimans, which is um, like a um, pastrami sandwich, um, like deli-type place, corned beef, etc. And then there's... Okay. Then there's the uh, Polish restaurant. I remember what it's called now? Something like they're gonna. All my listeners are gonna go. Paul, get it right. Um, it's up in Tremont. It's the Polish one. It is. Let me just Google it really quickly. Something like whiskeys or something. But yeah, they're all now gonna be sending me messages of hate that I've said it wrong. Uh, <laughs> yes, Sokoluskis. So uh, and they serve uh, Peroni. So uh, yeah, they're. Um, that's a uh, another uh, famous one, but yeah, like if I'm out there, I'd love to t- take you to either of them too, and uh, maybe we can do a short video there and uh, two English guys uh, eating in Cleveland. Yeah, 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 that sounds good. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun, I reckon. All right, cool. So yeah, so I look forward to seeing you, and uh, yeah, when you're in um, when you're in Cleveland with the Browns, uh, headquarters is in Bria. But yeah, I know quite a lot of people there, so I should be able to support you with uh, any uh, support with the club. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, if anything, you know, PR-wise or any anything like that, it's just it's really appreciated. It just helps the, with the whole thing. You know, I'm, I'm looking for things like hopefully maybe going to get some a couple of sponsors to help uh, help with the cost. So anything PR-wise that kind of drives that, it, you know, it's really, really helpful. Have you booked your accommodation in Cleveland yet? I haven't. No, that's the one I've come to and I haven't done yet. You know, I was saying on, on Twitter, I've got loads of... Uh, of tips for loads of other cities and funnily enough Cleveland was one of the one of the few ones I actually didn't have any have any for so that's the next one I need to book funnily enough and I was looking some hotels some Airbnbs I think there was uh I was looking around Ohio City way it was a little bit cheaper nice. yeah it's a bit cheaper it's you've got the uh, market out that way which is nice so um uh yeah and you yeah you could walk into the downtown from there or drive your car in so uh yeah my, yeah. my only concern um always or all all 
American cities is the parking. It's like 35 bucks yeah. for the day. It just, just kills you. It's like a huge hidden cost. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, if it, if uh, ideally I'd like to be kind of somewhere walkable into the into downtown or to the you know to the stadium and that because like you say parking can be an absolute nightmare all right well look uh, the breaking news at the moment in london is we've got odell beckham here at the moment yesterday i went out to tottenham hotspurs there was a one in i didn't realize how small the chances were there was 15 tickets to sit in a room with odell beckham and talk about his new trainers I suddenly joined this new sneaker revolution where you turn up at the stadium, you've got an app, you have to find the secret location. When you find the location, you push a button and you get a ticket. Obviously, I'm not a sneakerhead. I didn't know what was going on. It was a bit crazy. All the pro sneaker guys were there. They were on their apps using their, their special powers to work everything out. And I was the 16th out of 15 uh, guys, uh, and I missed out on meeting Odell Beckham, so I was absolutely gutted. But the week before, well, a couple of weeks before, I met Freddie Kitchen. You win some, you lose some. So uh, if you don't try, you'll never win. So uh, I tried and I failed, but it was quite nice going to see the Tottenham Stadium. As a Chelsea fan, I'd have to keep my opinions to myself, but as an NFL <laughs> fan, it, it looked a nice stadium. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool. I, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how it compares to Wembley and to Twickenham, which I also really enjoyed because they have they. This is a stadium they always knew was going to have NFL in it when they built it. So I wonder how that changes the way that they approach it. Yeah, artificial grass, I believe, and the the, the yeah. whole the whole pitch lifts up, and then another new pitch comes on top of it. I mean, like, that sounds absolutely nuts and incredible. Yeah, weren't they saying that at some point they want to get to the point where they could have a Tottenham game midday kickoff and then, like, a 5pm, 6pm NFL kickoff on the same day, which would just be... That would be insane. <laughs> I'm not sure logistically if if the if it would work with all yeah. the two different crowds, but it'd be insane. The poor local kebabby shop on the corner has got... <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're probably loving it, the double takings. Yeah, probably more money than they'd take <laughs> in yeah. like a whole season. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, OBJ's obviously did his uh, shoe launch at Spurs and then um, he also, um, in Barnet this morning, uh, NFL Academy, and uh, yeah, he was there with, the, with the, the players. Even if all this stuff's publicity stunt, at least he's bloody doing it, if that makes sense. He's out there, he's coming over, he's engaging with kids, he's inspiring kids. And I think it's absolutely great what he's doing. A real ambassador for the sport globally. Absolutely. I think the more people we can get like this, when we're looking at things like the NFL Academy, then you're going to get more kids looking at that and going, oh, if I go, I, you know, I could meet Odell Beckham. And it, it drives, it drives the, the youth of the sport to suddenly set their sights at that and maybe they see people then that they play with at some kind of youth or junior level go and be able to to um, meet NFL players and and succeed at the NFL Academy then it's going to drive them to and that's that can only be a good thing for for the sport in the UK and for British prospects then going over which obviously is a lot of people's end goal. Yeah I'm sure a lot of my American fans would be interested to know how did you get into NFL? Uh, so 
I played at a junior level as well, funnily enough. So getting into it as a sport in general, I think was, I had Madden as a kid. I think I had one random copy of Madden and I used to play it, but I didn't have a clue what was going on. Right. I think I just used to press like Hail Mary every time because it, it looked the coolest to have the big long pass. And then at some point I was like, I'm actually going to sit down and watch a game and just see what it's like. And I'd watch a lot of first quarters and then fall asleep, um, given the times that it was on. And then I started to get into it more and more. And then I decided, you know, I'm going to give this a bit of a go and see what playing is like. And so I played at a junior level for one year and then went to university and played for four years at University of Birmingham and was lucky enough to win a national championship while there. And then since then played at an adult level for the Yorkshire Rams and then have coached um, like a Birmingham women's team and Leeds Beckett's university team and have just become absolutely engulfed by the sport. And I think playing that, playing really did that to me because you became more of like a student of the game and therefore then just became absolutely infatuated with it. Yeah, awesome. And who is your team, by the way? 49ers. I'm a Niners fan. So it was a bit random. I think the way it actually worked was... When I was younger, my dad worked for a company whose head office was in San Francisco. And so I'd get kind of random San Francisco-themed gifts when he'd come back. And just after I was getting into American football, I found one of them, and it was some random 49ers keyring or something. So I thought, oh, I'll watch a 49ers game. And they won that game, and I think it was one of the few games they won that season. It was just pre, it was pre-Jim Harbour, so not in the good times. And... Uh, <laughs> And yeah, and then I just kind of stuck with them, really. Yeah, just stuck with them. Yeah, good, good. Similar to me, I asked my mate to get me some uh, American T-shirts when he went over to America, and he came back with uh, Browns T-shirts. And uh, yeah, 15 years later, I'm, I now actually understand <laughs> what's going on. So it's uh, maybe similar to yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. It's weird how these things happen. All right, Jacob. Well, look, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. And uh, yeah, hopefully if you're ever in London between now and you go off, it'd be great to meet for a beer. And uh, yeah, everyone in Cleveland, if you can help Jacob out, maybe with accommodation, maybe tickets for the game. And um, yeah, we will, we will go from there. And uh, Jacob, do you want to plug yourself? Where can everyone find your details? Yeah, so uh, everything will be on my Twitter page, which is at JBBFootball. Uh, everything from... You know, my Insta posts, if I, I'm going to start a blog for when I go out there, I'm probably going to start some, some videos, like video diaries while I'm out there, which will be on YouTube. But everything ultimately will go through that Twitter page. So at JBB Football for anything as well, if you've got any tips for while I am in Cleveland, anything like that, yeah, just feel free to message me or, or tweet me. Excellent. And Browns versus Steelers, let's win some fans for you here, mate. Who do you want to win? <laughs> I think I, I want the Browns to win. Yeah, it's got, got to, it's got to be. Nah, well, I know, I know. Ah. <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, Jacob, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, we can, um, you can exchange uh, numbers at any time or text, and if I can help with anything, I'll let you know, okay? Nice one, cheers. I really appreciate that. It'll be, uh, it'll be good to see you out there as well. All right, excellent. All right, Jacob, go Browns. <laughs> go Browns.